Welcome back to the Barbershop Group Podcast. Are you mentally burned out, tired, and feeling unmotivated? Lost in a world of confusion? Maybe you are trying to get out of the rat race or improve your relationship. It doesn't matter. We'll get you shaped up. Join Charles, addictions counselor and recovery coach, as he and his guests help men around the world live happier, healthier lives. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Barbershop Podcast. I'm Charles. It's good to be back with you all. And uh, as always, I hope that you all are, are treating yourselves very, very well. I always tell you, you know, make sure that you love yourself more. Make sure that you love your people more because, hey, we don't know how long we're going to be here. OK, and uh, it's still the pandemic. It is not post pandemic, despite what you see people doing. <laughs> so you got to be careful out there. Vaccinated or not, you got to be careful. OK, but uh, listen up, guys, you know, you all know that I do not like talking about celebrities, especially talk show uh, celebrities. But today I'm going to talk about a talk show celebrity because she says something that it just rubbed me the wrong way. And it probably will rub you the wrong way, too. And uh, I get to uh, have this conversation with a very special person today. This is like an exclusive. I kid you not. Um, I get to have Rachel Jackson on the show today. Rachel, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, Charles. How are you? Man, I'm all right. I'm all right. Listen up, guys. If you all are not familiar with Rachel Jackson, I'll tell you what. She is the founder of Project Compassion. Okay, it's been around since 2005. It's assisted over 80,000 homeless, disadvantaged and low income men, women and children with food, shelter, supplies, all kinds of things. You'll be able to go to the website. It'll be listed in the show notes for you to check it out. Uh, Rachel uh, holds a a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, um, professional counseling. Yes, she is a therapist as well. Okay. And a certified civil um, and divorce mediator. So really, really important for a lot of you women and men out there who may be going through something with somebody and trying to figure out, you know what, how do we end things amicably and not in an ugly fashion and impact the children? She's the person that you want to see for things like that. So, um, you know, Rachel, you brought this to my attention. I wish I hadn't seen it, but it was just right there. And I'm like, oh, my God. So let's talk about this. Wendy yeah. Williams. We got to talk about Wendy Williams. <laughs> OK, <laughs> yes. Man. Yeah. OK, so you posted uh, this Wendy Williams video on your social media um, where she was really um, just I mean, beside herself and how she approached uh, this actress, Tabitha, uh, what's her Brown. Tabitha, Tabitha Brown? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched that video the first time and I was just like, ah. and then I watched it again. And I was like, dude, this woman has lost her mind. Yeah, yeah okay. she was triggered. She was triggered. She was triggered by yeah. her own pain. Yeah. Um, she really got into Tabitha's business. She got in somebody else's business. That was right. none of her business. Right. So, so, okay. So we know that Wendy Williams is a talking head for TV. It's, it's, it's her job to talk about stuff, but what, what do you think it was about Tabitha Brown? Why did she, why did she go after her? You know what? Based on Wendy's own statement. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. that. And you see how it worked out. It yeah. was one of those things where she identified possibly with the heart of Tabitha. 
Yeah. And then instead of embracing the the response of her husband, she -hmm. put herself back in that role and how it didn't work out for her. So then maybe some jealousy, resentment that all started coming up. And instead of just congratulating Tabitha on making that move for her family and her husband, she interjected herself. She made it about Wendy. Right. And I was I was thinking about it, you know, because I'm I'm in the background of production and everything. And and I'm like, who decided that it was okay to let this lady include this in her show? Like, why would you drag this woman? This woman doesn't have anything to do with you. A lot of people didn't even know who she was. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it becomes a matter of somebody trying to speak on something. So you probably have a crew that, hey, they're looking for the next thing to chat about, you know, Mm -hmm. and they wanted her opinion. And before long, it became, hey, let's make this a hot topic. Um, So I think what you got is a, a bunch of individuals that are working to help keep something going. Mm-hmm. How can we put a spin on this? And if you watched it, you saw that the entire energy of the audience was like, oh, now wait <laughs> right. a minute. This, and they was like clapping. I think one girl was like this. She was like, I'm clapping just because you're filming. But this right. is, I'm not agreeing. Right. Because right. I really think it was one of those things where it was not a topic. It shouldn't mm-hmm. have been discussed. Yeah. And she was in their business. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about what she actually said. If you guys are are not familiar with it or if you cannot remember, um, you know, uh, Wendy Williams decided to be very critical, very judgmental Mm -hmm. about the fact that uh, actress Tabitha Brown, um, quote unquote, retired her husband. Okay, and I don't even like to use that that word that that word in that way, you know, because it sounds really demeaning, you know. Um, But she decided, along with her husband, that since he had been working as an officer with the LAPD for a number of years um, and and, and kudos uh, while I'm while I'm thinking about it for one of our uh, co-hosts, Dr. Polzer, who was an LAPD officer for a number of years as well. So he's familiar with that territory. But Tabitha Brown's husband was an officer out in L.A., and uh, was working while she was raising children, while she was honing her craft. And they made the, um, the decision that when she was able to turn a corner in her professional life, that he would then be able to do something different. Right. And Wendy had a major problem with that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A major problem with that. Well, I think too some of the difference was Wendy probably husband and her and her husband probably didn't make that pack. That probably was Wendy just trying to be a good woman, quote, air quote. And yeah. she made uh-huh. that decision to do that for him. Whereas I think Tabitha clearly stated we had an understanding. She was right. holding up her part of the deal. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I think that is the case. And the little bit that I know about uh wendy williams's ex-husband and kind of how things got got on it it doesn't even seem like the same level of functionality in fact the relationship that they had seemed kind of dysfunctional yeah i think that just started to spill over because she never put herself on as a hot topic based on what i understand she's never put herself when he was doing his indiscretions and and out Mm -hmm. there when Mm -hmm. she you know, was struggling with her addiction, you know, she only told before somebody else told. And so I think that you're exactly right. It was never that. It was always rumored that they had things going on and it was unhealthy. Yeah. 
Yeah, right, right. So, uh, gosh, you know, one of the things that that I thought about after I saw the post and, uh, and, and things is I was just like, wow, what are some of the thoughts that women had when they heard that? So I asked you personally, Rachel, what, what came to your mind from a personal level? What jarred you about what she said? Wow. Several things. And one being she was in somebody else's business. Like, I can't stress what? that. Enough. Like those, those <laughs> Tabitha and her husband made a commitment that worked right. for their marriage. So right. unless I miss something, I don't care how long you've been married. I don't care how mm-hmm. good it's working for you. There mm-hmm. isn't a rule book or a cookie cut model mm-hmm. to follow to a successful marriage. You do right. what works for your household, whatever gets you to 100 percent. Mm-hmm. So they did that. So that was one that bothered me. You're in their business. They chose to do this and it's working for them. Right. Okay. Right. The other thing she made it about her. Mm-hmm. I did that. And you see how it worked. And she literally started talking in almost an out of body experience. Yeah. You know, he comes in yeah. one day and he puts the bag down and say, uh, you retire. And it's like, yep. yep. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, she so I, I was truly bothered by that, that she took that and she made it about her. Mm-hmm. She tried to make it seem like because it didn't work for her, it wouldn't work for them. Right. You know, and then she spoke on something that had absolutely nothing to do with her or mm-hmm. the public. Truth of the matter right. is Tabitha could have done that and never revealed that to us. Yep, that's right. So that was their personal business. And because mm-hmm. she chooses to have a public platform, she chose to 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 use that and, mm-hmm. and to share that with us. So yeah. if nothing else, just say, okay, and keep it moving. But don't you dare speak on that as if what she did was so out of pocket and wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So what I thought about was this. I, the first thing that came to mind was just the question was, wow, how many women are taking her seriously right now? Right. You know, how, how does the statement that she made influence how women out there may decide to treat mm-hmm. men? and interact with us you know that's the part where i was just like oh oh my god wait a minute because there's a lot of messaging that Mm -hmm. there's a lot of messaging that women are getting regarding men and a lot of that messaging is skewed messaging it just is it really is it really is at the same time that we advocate for guys getting mental help social help financial help physical help all of those things we also advocate for the removal of the bs that's out Mm -hmm. there and Mm -hmm. i say it all the time that i want guys to speak up because if guys if you don't speak up then a lot of women out there are going to hold on to their mental models about men or they're going to hold on to their own particular experiences off the cuff and multiply those so that it becomes what we believe is true right so when you hear a woman say something like that when i heard it i was like whoa hold up yeah Yeah. this is going to impact guys now because you know now you got these women thinking you can't go in the kitchen and make a sandwich for a person (laughs) right Right. so it throws out that that thought that there should be no partnership Right. There should be no unity. And you're exactly right. There are a lot of women who would take Wendy seriously. I know that's mm-hmm. right. I wouldn't do that. But mm. truth of the matter is, 
what happens when we as women are in roles and, and he's in a role and he can do that for us. So okay. it's almost like putting this, this limitation on a relationship because mm-hmm. the gender role in doing it. So because right. the man isn't retiring the woman, this is so crazy. I wouldn't do that. That that will never work for me. Mm-hmm. When truth of the matter is, it's about what makes us work as a unit. Right. What moves us forward? And you're exactly right. Women, I'm seeing stuff now and I'm going, who told, who says this, this should be happening? <laughs> I'm seeing where women legitimately are saying, if you ask a woman out on a date, mm-hmm. the man should also pay for child care if she has a child. I saw that. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> I told you that this right. was the norm. Like, right. how does this work? And so I think you go into these, ex- you go in with these expectations that mm-hmm. are going to be unrealistic. And those yep. type of statements that Wendy makes when a woman has reached a level of success to change the, the direction of her family, to implement some successes in the family, those statements will hinder a marriage and a unit greatly because of that. Right, right. And so I guess I'll also say this, which is, I don't know who else thought about it. I'm sure, I'm, I'm hoping somebody else thought about this, was that he's working as a police officer He's putting his life on the line every day, every day, every day. Okay. Now we could all go to work and not come home. Okay. But this man is making a conscious choice to do a job where he knows that somebody's not going home today. There's a, 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 you know, they may, they may not die. They may go to the hospital before they go home, but there's something bad may happen. And you have this woman who is skeptical and cynical about another woman choosing to say, I love my husband enough that I want him to come home at night. Right. Right. Well, and Wendy made the comment in her thing. She took him off the job he loved. Where was that ever stated? (laughs) He might have loved being a police. You know, he loved working. But I don't think he loved putting his life on the front line every day. And right. I think he respected what he did. He showed up every day. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, if again, if I'm in a position to change this, because if you look at all his handles, he went by like Chance the basketball player, Chance basketball. So there's right. something with coaching. Right. I thought he was a coach. Yeah. So when it came out that he was a police officer, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, of course mm-hmm. I would. You know, and I yeah. think you're right. I think using the word retiring is such mm-hmm. a, a strong word. Yeah. And it could feel demeaning, but it also can be celebrated because retiring means you finish something. It represents finishing something and Mm -hmm. starting something else. And so it should be celebrated. And I'm sorry, I don't know who Wendy friends are, but I have quite a few friends in my own circle that's retired their husbands. Yeah. So it's the norm. And, And here's what's interesting, too, is that, you know, he he had something else that he loved to do. And you you talked about his handle saying coach or whatnot. So he was involved in a lot of coaching programs and and youth development. And that's the stuff that he loved. And Tabitha said it, she was like, listen, every day that he went to work, he would, he would change out of his uniform. You know, he would come see us and then he would go coach the kids. He would go deal with all the neighborhood kids. That was the thing that he did all the time. 
Yeah. Okay. And he loved it. So in my mind, here's a man who is not just showing up for his wife and his children. He's showing up for a whole bunch of other yeah. people's children. Yeah. too. Yeah. This is something to be celebrated in the community. Absolutely. And I think Tabitha recognized she wakes up every day doing what she loves. Right. She is embracing all the highs and lows of hard work and being yeah. persistent. Mm-hmm. And now she's probably thinking about all the people that gave her the chance and the opportunity to be where she is. Mm-hmm. And because of that, now she gets to give the chance to her husband. Right. So he yeah. can wake up every day and enjoy doing mm-hmm. what he loves. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's building legacy yeah. and it's breaking cycles, in my opinion. That's right. That's right. So, you know, another aspect of this that I wanted to talk to you about, which um, a lot of times when we have therapists on the show, we don't necessarily have therapists on the show who uh, who speak biblically. Okay, we don't. And, you know, I am for having all types of individuals on the show, but I've even noticed that I'm like, hey, wait a minute, man. I got a whole lot of liberal folks on here who they're coming from a different perspective let me go back and and get in the center of this thing again and so what tabitha's response was her response was so wonderful okay she i mean she took everybody to church with a response totally okay and it made me have questions right and it's questions that men need to hear. It's questions that women need to, to, to hear and think about. And that is when you have God in your life, okay, when that is the center or cornerstone of your relationship, right? Now you, you, you navigate differently, okay? Mm-hmm. And Tabitha's response was the response of a person who had God at the center of her life. Okay. And, you know, it's a lot of people out here who who they're going around calling us kings and and all of that kind of stuff. She didn't use language like that, but you knew you knew based on her response that this was a woman and a man and children who they put God in their lives. Okay, and she's showing you how a woman of God shows up for her husband. Mm hmm. Right. So now, Rachel, if you could talk to men out there, because this is this is the part that's that's really interesting. Right. Yeah. How can these men recognize a woman like that? Yeah, that that is I think you're you're spot on with that. That is one of the the key things in recognizing. And that's the part that spoke to me out of all of it. Her Mm -hmm. response to that, she wasn't trying to defend you know, why in the sense of, well, I'm a woman, I make money. She spoke Mm -hmm. from it from a spiritual standpoint. And with that, because she is supposed to be his partner, Mm -hmm. his protector and his defender, not in all battles and wars, but just as he's providing and protecting for her, when she sees attacks and dangers and things coming at him, Mm-hmm. As his partner, as his protector, as his defender, she's supposed to stand up. Yeah. And women don't fight the same battles that men. We're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Their role is to cover us. However, yeah. 
we are supposed to be in a position where we're able to have that spiritual sound mind. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to have that opening of recognizing that eye opening where we can recognize when things are coming at them, where we then have to stand in the gap. Mm-hmm. And to me, Wendy stood up, not, not Wendy, Tabitha stood yeah. up for her husband. Yeah. Right. She stood up for him. Yeah. She didn't allow this, this stigma to be put on him. And she recognized we are blessed. Yeah. We are blessed. And because of the blessing filtered through me, I am supposed to carry the blessing so right. that he can do what he needs to do to continue to cover us. And so, so many times women hold their tongues and speaking up for their husbands because, well, he the man, he's supposed to do this, he's supposed to be. No, we're supposed to do some things too. And yeah. when someone offends, someone steps out of pocket, there is a way to do that, mm-hmm. especially when it's a woman. Right. There's a way because women recognize women. I'm going to say yeah. that a real woman knows when another real woman is out of pocket. That's where yeah. a man's supposed to step back and be like, oh, they got this. <laughs> it's like, Mm-mm, don't you say nothing to it because you can't say nothing. But I right. can. And yeah. so we recognize when women are out of pocket mm-hmm. and we are supposed to speak up and speak up in love and speak up with wisdom. That was yeah. a lot of wisdom she poured out there. That's right. And Chance doesn't have to say anything. He never has to come back. And that when right. you have a real woman, a woman who, and I hate to keep saying real woman, but I say real woman because drama, mm-hmm. you know, her walking around trying to beat people up because they're looking at you funny or because a woman, that's drama. I'm right. talking about women that recognize when someone has stepped out of the line and is, yeah. is trying to attack in a way that is demeaning because she was mm-hmm. trying to demean Chance. She That's was right. speaking in a way that was trying to be disrespectful that right. she recognizes that and speak up. And I'll give you something else. Mm-hmm. She's not the first woman now because of, because, again, Wendy chose to use that. But I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw, but when the Bidens were on the campaign trail, a woman jumped on the stage and mm-hmm. Jill Biden aggressively was shown in the picture shoving her back not secret service yeah wow joe joe was that and she was coming and i I think i shared that and i said may every man have a woman like jill that can watch Mm -hmm. his back while he's building she's watching his back and she saw something and she was i mean jill was giving it (laughs) it, girl yeah but i think to the testament of that too Mm-hmm. These the Joe Biden's the, the the chances when there were no titles within the woman when she was still trying to lift herself when she mm-hmm. was burping babies and trying to find her purpose mm-hmm. they were providing and protecting them right so to me there is a gratitude that's being offered back yeah. there is a because you did your part in going to work maybe finding a a, a seat in Senate. You kept this family covered right. and allowed me to build up who I am. And so right. there's a lot there that needs to be seen. But men have to recognize drama does not equate protection. You right. know, cussing folks out, yeah. standing in the gap and speaking on disrespect mm-hmm. and holding people accountable to how you treat this man in my life. Yeah. Is that true, you know, reflection of this is your partner and your protector as well. And so we have to break that mentality that everything is on a man's shoulder when it comes to a relationship. Right. I'm glad you said that because, you know, I think a lot of times about uh, I see a lot of women talking about 
knowing their worth and you know uh the average the average man in america doesn't make that much money guys I, i've shared this with you all before that average male income is somewhere around mm -hmm. like 42 dollars it's not a lot okay um and you know when i think about those numbers and i think about some of the stuff i see out on social media you know rachel you are a woman of business you're getting a lot of stuff done um, but I, I see a lot of conversation where a lot of women are demeaning men for, for not having the best career, not having all the, the biggest bank accounts and, and stuff right. like that. And as you know, that's something that hurts us guys, right. right? That's something that hurts guys. But in Tabitha, what I saw was somebody who acted contrary to, what our trends are today she wasn't having a conversation about her man and how much money he makes or doesn't make and all of this kind of stuff you know or how much he's willing to spend on a date or how much he's not willing to spend on a date or you know it's just that no none of that you know and i think it was just really important to highlight that because it can be mentally exhausting to yeah. see single people and married people get bogged down in those types yeah. of conversations when those are not the things that are going to sustain a healthy relationship. Yeah. yeah. And you know what you asked earlier, like the identifying the woman. And so one thing that I, I would ask the man, is she praying for you and does she protect you? Wow. And when I say protect you, is she able to say, you know what, babe, we, we spent a lot of money last weekend. Let's find a way. So that financial protection, if mm -hmm. she knows her actions will trigger drama amongst others, mm -hmm. you know, is she protecting you from that? So is she praying and is she protecting and prayer looks like whatever your religious belief is. So is right. she praying and is she protecting, uh, protecting right. you? I think yeah. that what happens is what I'm finding a lot of men and women are pursuing things that are not equally yoked to who they are. Okay. You have men who have never truly invested in their future. Mm -hmm. They didn't obtain any type of um, skill or education or knowledge to really right. build, but they're right. pursuing women who have. Right. And then you have men who have built and invested and done things, but they're pursuing women who are superficial, mm -hmm. who like materialistic things. And so what you have is this unequally yoked relationship. Right. And so when it goes bad, we suddenly start tearing down. It's like, well, I think everybody should maybe get in their field in mm -hmm. which they should be working in to yeah. pursue the ones that are within their equally yoked right. mindset, yeah. financial. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because truly, if you get with someone who has at least a little bit of inspiration, they should be inspired by their partner. That's right. You don't become my competitor. You are my inspiration. Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe right. it was moments when Chance came home, he felt drained, afraid. Some, I'm pretty sure in all the years on the course something had to happen. And right. it inspired Tabitha to pursue instead of becoming resentful mm -hmm. and bitter that she wasn't making the progress that she wanted. She dug deeper because she knew I got to get him out of this. Right. Right. Yeah. And guys, I, I think I, I want to say here, you know, that. Uh, the stuff that she's saying, she can speak to this 
not just as a therapist, but as a black woman who's a business owner. I mean, Rachel, you've you've been on uh, the 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 Tyra Banks show, right? Uh, you have been mentioned in what uh, the the Oprah magazine, Glamour, Gazelle, Southern Living. I mean, you're a member of professional black women. Like like like, there's a lot of stuff that you have done. You know, and so it's really important that you guys understand, look, here's a professional black woman who is centering the conversation for everybody. Right. I want to put those accolades out there so that folks understand that you can go to the mountaintop and and not be silly. You know, um, that's really, really important that everybody hears that and knows that they see that. Okay, Um, because a lot of times, like I said, the conversations are not centered anymore. That's right. That's yeah. right. And I'll tell you, once I divorced, so I was married for 10 years, 12 years, you know that. Yeah. And after I divorced a lot, during the divorce, after I divorced, a lot of accolades started coming and building. So mm-hmm. you try to enter this dating world, right? And what you yeah. find is I was okay till it came to my office. <laughs> and I'm behind this <laughs> I hear you. All of us now people it just got weird okay so yeah. i remember and I, what i found was a lot of men started pretending pretending mm-hmm. to be what they were not and i'm like where's mm-hmm. just the heart of who you are and so you know i was having a conversation with a friend and she was like you might just need to start saying you're a therapist and mm-hmm. at first i was like okay and it's like uh-uh. why should i water <laughs> down who I am in order right. for him to embrace that. Now I'm lying. Now I'm being deceitful. That's right. And so uh, ultimately, you know, you then find individuals that know who you are, mm-hmm. knew who I was, and yeah. they started trying to camouflage who they were not. So they uh, would show, they were showing up in relationship like they were something else. And then you started going, something kind of adding up here. And then you realize, whoa, this should have never been unequally yoked. Right. Right. What I had to do was say, you know what? Let's take a time out. Yeah. (laughs) Let's recalibrate here. Um, Securely, securely secure my skin, Mm -hmm. knowing that I can't change and recognize that I will not be punished for pursuing my purpose. Right. And allowing God to bless me in it. So. Now, entering into a relationship, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is what I love. I have been rewarded for this. No different than someone in the military getting stripes. No different than someone in another position being promoted. Mm -hmm. My role has allowed me to get accolades and successes Mm -hmm. that I find to be blessings. And either you're going to embrace that and build with me or, you know, but yeah, it's it's definitely... I stopped and I was like, just meet me at the car. Don't come in my office. Don't come in here. I remember one time this guy asked me, can you get calls on your job? Oh, is that right? <laughs> I was trying to call my job, dude. But okay, I was like, I think my boss will let me talk on the phone. <laughs> really? That's that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. That That's hilarious. So, yeah, I mean, it's just so much that uh, we could talk about regarding um, you know, centering ideas about about relationships today. I, I feel like I feel like uh, people spend too, way too much time on social media reading memes and then sending that meme to somebody and going like, "Hey, babe, yeah. look at this," and thinking that yeah. like that's a fix when 
That's not no. how this works. That's not. Or somebody is in a fit about something. They having some emotional disturbance and they write a meme and they put it up and they get shared a whole lot. And now, boom, they yeah. got their validation. And yet life doesn't work that way. That's right. OK, that's, that's right. That's not your your relationships are not based on memes on social media, people. That's it's right. not based on what celebrities are talking about either. It's not based on Wendy Williams. And it's not based on Steve Harvey. Stop paying attention to Steve Harvey's daughter. And uh, what's the boy's name? What's Michael name? B. Jordan. Michael, yeah, Michael B. B. Jordan. OK, y'all are yeah. not them. OK, y'all are not them. All right. You are you. That's right. Okay. And do what works in your relationship. Stop right. trying to mimic all of this. Do what works right. in your relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, listen, Razor, it was good to have you on the show. We'll Thank have you, to Charles. do it. We'll have to do it again. We definitely have to do it again. Uh, listen, guys, again, you can check out her organization. Um, please check out her organization because she does a lot of good in the community. There's a lot of fundraising that you guys can be a part of, a lot of volunteering. Okay. And um, if you men out there are listening or watching and you've got daughters who are aspiring to be, um, you know, business women, um, get in touch with Rachel. OK, because she has a lot of experience. She knows a lot of people. There are a lot of things um, that these young daughters need to know that can help catapult them uh, in the uh, in the American business world. OK, so, guys, again. Until next time, and be well, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Barbershop Group Podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to tbgmen.com for all of our updates. Like and share it with a friend. You can also hit the support button to add your monthly contribution for listener support.